0: Hello and welcome back to Raising Thinkers, I'm so happy to have you here tuning in for more ideas to help your child develop their thinking and problem-solving skills. In today's episode, it's time to transform your child into a top-secret spy. Okay, I don't literally mean they're going to become a spy, but these skills will definitely help your child to become more of a thinker. A thinker about language, communication, patterns, and more. So how can you do this? It's not too hard actually. Just start by writing your child messages, but instead of doing it in your normal language of choice, do it in secret code. In the past, I've used reverse alphabet codes, Caesar's cipher, flipped letters like anagrams, scrambled letters, Morse code, hieroglyphics, semaphore, nautical flags, rebus puzzles, the periodic table, specific words in books that they had to hunt for, and more. Once I even created a code for my students in the Elvish language, which I believe you pronounce Kenya from Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. It was by far one of the hardest. It could be as simple as when your child sits down to eat breakfast, pass them a slip of paper with a code on it. Don't even say anything to them. Just pass them the paper. It could be folded up or you could even seal it in an envelope that says your instructions for the day. This is something that I've loved doing with my students for years. I give them each a personal handwritten note, plus a printed secret code that they can solve for fun. It normally includes instructions within the code itself, or a riddle of some sort, so they have to respond in some way or research something about the code itself to prove that they really solved it. If you have more than one child, this is something great for them to work on together. At the beginning, you may have to give them a few hints. They may need to understand a little bit about the word frequency, patterns, or letters, therefore it's good to start by introducing a very simple code to them and then work on it from there. Reverse alphabet and Morse code are great starting points, in my personal opinion. Older children can also use their research skills and go online to help them figure out what sort of code it might be. A while ago, I even did this with my niece and nephew. I introduced codes to them during a family vacation using a reverse alphabet code. So A became Z, B, Y, and so on and so forth. I showed them how it works simply by writing their names with them then we wrote messages together to their parents and grandparents in the secret code. They loved delivering these messages and especially hearing about people's reactions. Since then, I sometimes send them a postcard written in some sort of code as well, and they have to figure out how to solve it themselves or because they're young still, often with a little bit of help from their parents. Of course, your child does need a basic understanding of how to read and how words are formed to be able to work with these sorts of codes. However, coding is not something so challenging for children who have not even learned to read yet. If you think about coding as a computer language, there are lots of robots and computer programs that work with very basic commands of coding. Coding in multiple languages will help your child become a thinker and a successful individual in their future. This is especially true as more and more electronic development and codification is happening in our world. Now, I mentioned that when I gave my students codes, I normally printed them on a printer. This was simply because I did not have enough time to handwrite codes to more than 20 children. You can write yours by hand and learn the code better yourself, or you can use a variety of online programs that will transform whatever you write into whatever code language you choose. One good one to start with is Crypti.com. It has over 30 different codes to choose from. There's plenty more out there. Just Google it and you'll find something fun, unusual, or different. One of the best ways I can think of to introduce codes is with one of my favorite picture books of all time. It's called The Eleventh Hour, A Curious Mystery by Graham Bass. The illustrations are phenomenal, and they have so much detail, including secret messages embedded into all of the pages themselves. He's brilliant. The mystery story culminates with a code at the end, which children can use a Caesar cipher, which you can also build at home for extra fun, to determine who the thief was at Horace's birthday party. I highly recommend this book, as it's not only a perfect introduction into codes, but it's also spellbinding and highly engaging, even for adults. Finally, don't forget, you and your child can make your own secret codes. You can make one for your family, like a special handshake, but even better. When I went home to my parents' house recently, I found a code I had developed when I was much younger. I had a particular symbol designated for each letter of the alphabet. I never really used it, but I did this of my own initiative, and now I continue to make codes, just using computer programs to help me. Making codes is a lot of fun. In fact, if you introduce codes to your children, they'll probably start to make up codes for you. (laughs) Sometimes it takes time to solve them. Don't be surprised if their codes don't make complete sense at the beginning. Your child is developing an understanding of language and how to communicate in new ways. Be patient and enjoy the process with them. The bottom line is that it's a lot of fun to send and receive secret messages. Most importantly, it helps us think. Have fun making and breaking codes together. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet and see you in the next episode.